1: Hey everybody, Dave Hodges back here with you on the Common Sense Show and welcome to our guest segment. Thanks for staying with us to our introductory segment and it's always really good to be with you. We have a terrific show for you. We have a guy, I don't know how to introduce him. Uh, he, I don't think there's anything he hasn't done. Maybe not clean toilets. And we're going to talk about that with him <laughs> when we bring him on, Terry Cook. But first got to pay a couple bills. Uh, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, you know food inflation is here. Food availability is going to follow. There's going to come a time when you can't get the food you need. You need to store. So MPS, our storable food company, we call preparewithdave.com. It's ready to help you. $100 off the four-week package, and it has lots of diversity, breakfast, lunch, dinner. You'll never habituate to the same food. It's awesome. 25-year shelf life, and people are buying multiple packages of this. Why? Because they know they need it and this is the most inexpensive way to acquire quality storable food so go to preparewithdave.com and if you have food you have to have water and you need water filtration you won't have trouble finding standing water in trouble you'll have trouble finding drinkable standing water and they can fix that with the Alexa Pure Pro water filter testing results on the website waterwithdave.com it'll show you just how good this product is compared to its competition and they're also offering 40% off go to waterwithdave.com. So you got preparewithdave.com for the food, waterwithdave.com for the water filtration, and now we got Terry Cook with Dave. No.com. Here on the common <laughs> well, sense show. Well, .com. Well, But Terry, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Terry, I, I don't know how to... Okay, let me tell you what comes to mind. You've been a major in the National Guard. Uh, you were the L.A. County Sheriff's. Uh, you're a pilot. You're an author. Um, you're, you're like the, the Renaissance man on... Uh, I'd say on steroids, but that'll create the wrong impression. Renaissance man squared. How's that?
0: Well, I I tell people that uh, I'm a jack of all trades and a master of some. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I've never heard that before, but I like that. Very cool. You know, that
0: old phrase, the master of none, is nonsense because you can't go through 73 years of living without learning something, right? You got to master something.
1: <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at your picture here. This must be from your childhood. You don't look like you're 73. Uh,
0: that that is my childhood. That was 25 years ago, and that's the only one I'm uh, uh, encouraged to spread all over the internet. That's why I don't do uh, you know, uh, camera shots uh, uh, on the internet because mm. I'm just pretty old and frail looking, and I I usually don't shave anymore, and I look pretty grubby. So, I don't want people to see me as I now am. I want them to envision me as I once was 20 years ago.
1: <laughs> oh, I know that feeling. Oh, my gosh. You know, but, I, I hey, used to be a picture of vitality. Now I go by graveyards and men chase me with shovels. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. That's funny. I haven't heard that one. So, hey, I passed somebody the other day. I hadn't seen him for a couple of years. And he said, Terry, is that you? And I said, Steve, is that you? And he says, yeah, how you doing? And I said, I'm still above dirt.
1: Yeah, really above says, dirt. New okay. pay grade.
0: He said, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." He said, "Okay, I know the punchline uh, is coming. So tell me, and when you're no longer above above dirt, what are you going to call that, Terry?" And I said, "Oh, think about it, Steve. I'm going to call it a very grave situation."
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, the audience is groaning. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh. Collectively, they have gas. So we better move on. Um, <laughs> oh. We we have hell to pay right Ooh. now uh we're we're you know this one person told me the other day i don't have to die and go to hell i'm living in it right now and to some it, degree they're right
0: only one degree some uh, degree still 99 degrees out
1: yeah let's talk about the dire state of affairs what, what really grabs your attention today
0: well you know uh you know my background okay i was uh u.s navy in vietnam for two years you know e6 enlisted grade and uh, I didn't do anything fabulous over there. The most combat I saw over there, David, was uh, the combat in the bars over there. I drank a lot of beer because it was so hot, and the Marine Corps was right there. It was a naval base, the biggest naval base, which Trump just reopened. He had closed it, or actually Obama had closed it, and he just reopened it. Subic Bay, Philippines, uh, was the most strategic uh, naval bay in uh, anywhere out in the West Western Pacific. Yeah. So, I was appalled when it was closed, I lived there for two years. So the most combat I saw though were transitioning Marines from uh, the Philippines to combat in Vietnam and they drank a lot of beer while I was over there in the bars and they used to get in a lot of fights and throw beer bottles. So that was the combat I personally endured while in the US Navy, uh, you know, tossing beer bottles with Marines. So that was the only combat I saw over there. However, I did uh, do six years on the streets of Los Angeles in a police car, and that was almost as bad as Vietnam. <laughs> so I handled eight murders, and uh, you know I handled Charles Manson as a transport officer. Oh, I love
1: that story. Yeah.
0: Uh, right out of the police academy, I handled him and the girls. Uh, you know, I was not LAPD. LAPD arrested him, but LA Sheriff, you know, uh, contained him. Sure afterward yeah. and then transported him to the courts and all that he threatened to kill me once and all that so i i did see some combat i handled eight murders and um and that was enough for me but what's coming was uh my my experience and that was a backyard picnic but i did learn a lot of life i did learn a lot about death and uh I, that part of it I'm, I'm not real happy about no one is Nevertheless, what's coming in the next two to three months, as you, Steve, and everybody else on the networks, the Christian Patriot Networks, have been so correctly portraying, is the paradigm shift into Satan's new world order. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you know my background, okay? And it's mostly secular. I didn't become a Christian until 1983, when I tried to prove the Bible wrong, and I kept proving it more right as I tried to prove it wrong. And then I looked at all the other religions in the world and read their books, and it was all garbage. With all due respect out there for anybody who's uh, convinced that any of that stuff is true, I gotta encourage you to read the Bible very carefully and because it's the only book that tells you who created us, how we screwed everything up with sin, who came to save us from our own sin, and how the world's gonna end. There is no other religious book that says that. How the world was created, by whom, who came to save us after we sinned it to death 2,000 years ago, Jesus, and how the world's going to end. There is no other book like that. So uh, having had a criminal justice background, you know, having made hundreds of arrests for everything you can think about and conspiracies, I weighed the evidence of the Bible, and I said there is no other book like this, and Jesus is the only unique person like this, and he claimed to be the Son of God so i must accept that as evidence that it's the only god in the universe and i have to accept him as savior now i became a christian in october of 1983 and then i started reading against what was happening against god and the fulfillment of bible prophecy in 1987 and the new age movement and so forth and then when george bush in 1991 saying this said the same thing hw bush now not the younger guy in 1991, when he said the same thing Adolf Hitler said in World War II, New World Order 200 times, I nearly fell off the sofa at my sister's house when I was watching that in 1991 on television. I said, who is this guy? I never liked him anyway. Okay, Reagan was forced to take him at the Bohemian Grove, you know, in Northern California as his vice presidential guy, but... Uh, Reagan never wanted him. He was forced to take him because H.W. Uh, was Skull and Bones Brotherhood of Death. And basically, his dad was a Nazi, uh, you know, Prescott Bush, who financed the Nazi regime from a Rockefeller bank, and so on and so on. We could spend hours on that. But when he said New World Order, that's what launched me into writing my first book, which I concluded in 1994 after four years of hard work manually with no computers. That was called the mark of the new world order, meaning the mark of the beast. And I discovered the RFID chip implants back then, David. And I happened to be, I soon became the expert internationally on the mark of the beast because heretofore, I mean before that, people were thinking, well, it might be a barcode. And I had people curse, literally curse at me who called themselves Christians. And I'm not perfect; I do too. But you know, I thought it was pretty hypocritical at the time because they were so convinced it was going to be a barcode. That I came out with this new concept because of all my investigation concluded that it, uh, it certainly appears that this is going to be the mark of the beast technology, and that's an RFID chip implant, much as the ones they're still putting into dogs today. So I happened to be the leading authority on that. Started uh, People started calling me and everything else, and that's how I got into this. I never wanted to really get into it. It just kind of happened. God opened the doors, and that's how it happened. And one thing led to another, and I produced my first book, 777 pages, The Mark of the New World Order. Not only did I cover RFID chip implants as the probable mark of the beast technology, which it obviously is now, in conjunction with the Lucifer race stuff I just sent you. You saw that stuff, right? The Lucifer race vaccine, which is coming when Agenda 21 starts in January. Okay, that actually takes uh, takes us into a whole new level, but we're still going to be having a chip implant in the right hand or forehead, and I'll tell you why when we get into our program. The problem with doing a program with you, my dear friend, and I love you and, and you're, you're doing such a great job, is usually we're constrained to an hour or two. When I do a show with other people, I can have two or three hours. And I'm uh, fairly verbose, and I have a lot of information. After 30 years, I think I started about 10 years before you did on on all that stuff. So um, I have a wide range of information that I can uh, help people understand. If indeed we have, uh, you know, about six more hours. Do you have six more hours? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, at about 11 o'clock tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so uh, ask me anything you want. Uh, you you said uh, when we opened up what's basically primary in my thoughts right, right now and yeah. I, that's why you know david i've told you over the last couple of shows i fought this stuff with uh, steve Quayle and tom horn and the you know tom has written probably the most uh, comprehensive stuff on flying saucers and, yes you know uh with his books and he discovered the lucifer project near you in arizona and uh uh, even Chuck Messler, who's now dead, who was one of the finest Bible theologians I've I've ever heard uh, on the radio anywhere, and I knew Chuck personally because he was a good, the best friend of my pastor Hal Lindsey, and uh, so uh, I
1: love I love Hal Lindsey.
0: Fine he, man. He's still he's still hanging on barely, yeah. but he won't do any radio shows. I asked him if he'd do a radio show. He he could barely talk, and he has his his crew. His uh, staff write most of his stuff, and he kind of dictates it, you know. So he's barely hanging on. He's about ninety something now. And uh, my other good friend Noah Hutchings, of Southwest Radio Church, I was on the road with him for about fifteen years, and he's gone now. So our whole generation is dying and passing away.
1: Shh. And oh, um, don't say, don't, don't jinx us. <laughs> don't jinx us, man. But well,
0: you're as young as my wife. You're only sixty, right? No,
1: no. Sh- I'm not even saying that. I'm twenty-nine and going backwards.
0: Hey, Age is all relative, and I don't have any more relatives at that age.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Okay, so we're getting down to to brass tacks here. Okay, I say America can't come back from the destruction done by the lockdowns. What do you say?
0: No, it's gone. No, I tell people, look, that's why I'm primarily an evangelist right now. Okay, because the evidence that is out there, if you have eyes to see and ears to hear, as Scripture says... The evidence that is out there is so over the top convincing that we're about to start the tribulation period under Lucifer. Now, this latest stuff on the ID technology is uh, you know, the 666 patent that uh, Bill Gates got, or is getting, I'm not sure if it's been approved yet, for ID technology and uh, nanotechnology that'll be injected into you and alter your DNA and, and whatever, alter everything, and connect you to the cloud and it's called Lucifer Race. Now, my God, that's no, literally, my God, that is no coincidence, uh, Lucifer Race. So, you know, you might you might post that information I just got uh, recently uh, on the Lucifer Race. And that's the stuff we're getting in January. That's the COVID-19 stuff. It isn't a vaccine. It ain't no vaccine. It's uh, It's setting us up to be clouded in the infrastructure of the mark of the beast system and of course the reason why it won't be the mark of the beast now there are a lot of pastors confused about this Dave tell me how much time I have before I get into this briefing. you're doing good okay how much time do we have one hour or two uh, we have one okay
1: but we can well, do let's... this again real soon
0: okay let's do another one if back-to-back back, if you don't mind two or right. three four. do five I right, see I don't make any money doing this and I know Uh, it helps, well it used to help you because you were monetized and we had really good ratings on our last two programs and you're so busy right now with so many things I try not to bug you too much but I'm also anxious to get you know some education out because that's my burden but nevertheless here's the final step people say well gee Terry if I take that vaccine and it has all this Bill Gates junk in it you know uh, Lucifer race and uh, is that the mark of the beast itself and I say no God isn't going to allow that to happen is merely setting up the infrastructure for such a thing you see you see because and now everything I've researched even currently indicates there's gonna be an implantable chip device injected into the web of the right hand now this is why they're actually doing it in Sweden and many other parts of the world I believe it's totally voluntary in Sweden right now but you can take a train pass and have that same chip that was injected into dogs when I first started my ministry in 1994 and wrote my book. That same chip is now being voluntarily, same size, same everything, a little advanced technology. The inside stuff is smaller and much more sophisticated, but it's the same size. It's a rice grain, grain of rice size device with a glass tube that's uh, biologically adaptable to your system, so it won't cause any issues, generally speaking but uh, they're doing that voluntarily in some nations in Europe right now. So obviously uh, that is going to be the final mark of the beast implant for the right hand or forehead. I really think the chip can't go in the forehead. You know, it needs it needs, uh, it's, it's the size of a grain of rice. So it has to be uh, injected into the right hand. Scripture says the right hand. Don't even debate anybody who says otherwise. Because believe God, everybody else can go with Lucifer, okay? I always just believe God and I don't argue with him. And it turns out uh, that he's always right. <laughs> it's because he's the creator of the universe. So the chip has to be injected into the right hand, so we can wave it over a scanner. Everything's being set up for that future tense, which is just around the corner. But now let's 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 analyze when that may happen. Okay, the infrastructure, the infrastructure has—they've been setting that up for 50 years. Well, now it's nearly fully in place. George Soros is funding some uh, Wi-Fi boxes, satellite boxes, and they're not all in place yet. But China, did you hear, Dave, China just completed its own GPS tracking system? They just put up their last satellite about a month ago. Did you hear that?
1: I, I knew they were almost done. Are they Are they now done?
0: Well, they claimed they were. I, I'm not sure about anything that comes out of China except Chinese True. food. And be careful of the Chinese food.
1: <laughs> and no Chinese takeout, as in take us out, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. So they claim now they have multiple satellites. I forgot that exact uh, number. But now they have a GPS system. Now, when I wrote my book, you know, I was a pilot and still am. I don't fly anymore, but you know, I'm still licensed. Um, that system that we owned that was military DOD generated, uh, you know, the global satellite system and the GPS system headquartered out of NORAD and I wrote a book on NORAD you know, NORAD Rising which has been combined with uh, uh, NORTHCOM and so on and the GPS satellite headquarters is in that same general area geographically speaking near NORAD and NORTHCOM in Colorado Springs where the Air Force Academy is and of course Cheyenne Mountains and all that stuff uh, where all the nasty stuff is
1: I used to live there
0: Oh, okay, yeah. You I used to cal-
1: live in the Broadmoor area, which is maybe five miles from NORAD, and probably about six miles from uh, Peter- Peterson Air Brace.
0: Did you ever meet that cop who did all those TV shows, Joe Kendall?
1: No, never met him. Nice But guy. I, I did know a lot of colonels and generals from NORAD, and, man, did I get educated.
0: Oh, yeah, okay, so that's that's the heart of the beast. And then you have, uh, let's not even get into the airport, the DIA airport at Denver International, uh, which is dedicated to the New World Order. Did you see the dedication plaque at the? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I yeah. used to fly at a, I used. I, yeah. I I don't fly anymore. I drive, but I used to fly into Denver to see family. Where that's where I grew up was the Denver area, and uh, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen. They used to have the uh, communist soldier with the AK-47 yeah, yeah, and the yeah. hordes of homeless people, and he was yeah. basically ushering them to some kind of camp. I would assume. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And it was right in the mural by baggage pickup.
0: Yes, and then the, the dedication plaque itself, not too far away from that mural that I had photographed you just you just described, the dedication plaque itself said the uh, New World Order Airport Commission, you know, dedicated basically to the New World Order, uh-huh, yeah. and it was Freemasonic. So the Masons, just as they designed Washington, D.C., as a pentagram star uh, with a goat's face at the bottom of the pentagram star, which for 6,000 years has been a symbol of Satan okay, uh, the same people and at the top of the Illuminati, and I had one of their books, their you know huge book that I managed to uh, purchase from somebody that was hard to find, get a hold of by the Freemasons. And it described exactly what their plan was for the New World Order. and that they, they you know they created Washington DC from scratch and so on and so on. Well the airport is an extension of that and there are believed to be uh, fast, train, tunnels, all the way to Washington, D.C. I don't know. There are. Yeah,
1: there I don't are. I know that. Yeah, I'll tell you a funny story. I was uh, going to meet a friend of mine from high school. Oh, this is, gosh, almost 30 years ago now. And, and uh, I was living in Arizona, but I, I drove back to Denver, and I was at the Chili's by the Aurora Mall, right near where the Batman shooting took place in 2012 and where the Antifa and Black Lives Matter shut down I-225 a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. So I'm in the Chili's there, the local Chili's, and I'm waiting for my friend, and he um, he's late. So I started talking to this lady at the bar. I was sitting at the bar, and she ended up, she was a backhoe operator. She didn't look like a backhoe operator, but she was a backhoe operator. And she goes, yeah, I've been working on DIA. And I she goes, the weird thing is, is I'm a mile deep. And I said, what do you mean? And she goes, and one day, I went as far as Colorado Springs. I said, how did you know you're in the Springs? She goes, well, it, it took me about six hours Um, transportation to the place and then I started working on the backhoe she said probably south of uh, Palmer Lake and which is not too far from um, Carl Springs and uh, that was the first notion I got that the stuff was gone underground so it was great hearing all this stuff and I said what do you do? She goes well it's like no backhoe we have she said um, it, it basically melts rock by heat and now we know Terry you and I both know this is nuclear boring technology that she was using
0: If there is so much evil, um, and, and I know your burden to get the truth out, as is Steve Quayle and so forth, but you know, I retired for a while because I I got to the point where I'm sure you felt the same way, if not now, that your whole life, 24 hours a day, revolved around exposing Satan's evil, and I didn't have a life because of that. You know, true. I. I I, I I retired and then not only that I I got swindled by a few Christians whom I thought I could trust and I I just got out of the ministry I was disillusioned. Nevertheless my nevertheless my stuff is all over the world. And by the way I'd buy your your food storage items if I hadn't already bought mine from Steve Quayle, <laughs> you know twenty twenty three years ago. Tell Steve I still have. 40 buckets, 40 buckets of uh, Mormon grain from Utah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you only got two years left. And uh, you you better hope the apocalypse starts within two years, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, uh, you're doing a great job and it gets to be overwhelming. And that's why I had to retire for about 10 years. I didn't even, I tried not to think about it. But, you know, once you understand this stuff, it's hard to ignore it and I'm sure you feel the same way. Your family's probably worn out too, especially given what's happened to you recently. You were demonetized and what's about to happen to us. And that's why I encourage you to to do more praying and evangelize more. We can't stop this. Jesus said it must happen. This is a way for God to see how much faith you have in him and his word. In the beginning was the word, the word was God, his word, the word became Christ. And it is the living word, and Scripture says that it will remain when this entire universe passes away. Scripture says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word is me. Now, I'm not talking about the ink on the paper. I'm talking about the Spirit who put it there via prophets. You see, and that's God, and it should be manifest. It should be obvious to all who are born again who are, or say they are. That what's happening right now is the complete and utter fulfillment of end times prophecies and if you ignore that then um, you're not going to see the light who is Jesus not Lucifer and Lucifer claims he's the light he's the light of Freemasonry he's the light of demonism he's the light of the flying saucer creeps that we're going to talk about briefly and uh, that's that's what the Lord has put a burden on me to do David is uh, I believe And then I'll finish my little dissertation, my two-minute dissertation. Remind me, don't let me forget this, because I'm often asked, virtually during every radio show, what is that point? What will the mark of the beast be, and when will it happen? I want to explain that so people won't be confused about COVID injections. Even though that alters our humanism and takes us into transhumanism, Uh, in preparation for connecting us with the web and uh, the cloud and everything else, you see. Mm -hmm. So, but that's still not the mark of the beast because it's a spiritual thing. In fact, let me just finish that right now. So I don't get, uh, I don't run out of time. If that's okay with you, Dave. Sure. Look, here's the thing. God's given us the scripture to understand. But when he gave it to Daniel, he said, Daniel lock up and seal this stuff until the end of time. You go your way, live your life and 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 so forth because daniel was under he he was under complete confusion after having received that information from the lord now you say well gee that book is way before jesus well that's why jesus confirmed that daniel was his prophet when jesus was here he said remember my prophet daniel read the book okay but daniel didn't understand it because it talked about the prince of darkness and the antichrist and everything else that scripture Uh, god told daniel he would not understand nobody would understand that until the final generation okay he said it would be sealed now it's unsealed because we're the final generation if anybody wants to argue with me about that give me about six hours to show you the evidence because it's all right here dave knows it steve quayle knows it tom horn knows it. we those of us who are teachers they we know it Okay, now you may want to, it's nasty. It's, it's nasty because God is separating the goats from the, his sheep. And all of his goats, I'm sorry, all of Satan's goats will go on the left side at the great white throne uh, judgment described in Matthew 25, verses 32 through 43. Okay, where it clearly says there are not going to be any transgender religionists You're either with Christ and you're a sheep on his right side and you're not judged, or you're a goat, the symbol of Satan, on his left side and you are thrown into the lake of fire for eternity thereafter. See that's the great white throne judgment. Now how do you get to the sheep on the right as opposed to those on the left? By the way, the left call themselves the left for that spiritual reason but if you ask them, they don't even know. They can't define. Where did that term left come from? Well, I don't know. That's just that's what I've been told. Well, the reason they've been told that is Lucifer is indirectly told them they're on the left, which means the left side of God, Matthew 25:32 at the great white throne judgment after the millennium, after Christ returns. You see? That's when that takes place. Now, when can we predict that the rest will happen? Well, as Scripture says in Daniel, I mentioned, alluded to that. And Scripture also says in Revelation, one thing unlocks another. It all fits together. And there are roughly 150 books in the Bible that talk about the end of the world. And they all fit together precisely as a a jigsaw puzzle. Okay? Now, basically, I'm going to synopsize it since we're down to just, what do we have, 10 minutes, Dave?
1: Um, Boy, my timer just blanked out. But we got more than that. I know that. Okay. Um, hold on. Here. I'm one. pulling. I'm pulling up. a monitoring sound, and I can't be on both screens at once. No, Terry. Okay, here's your timer. Da 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 da. Okay, it's uh, <laughs> 20. We have about uh, 20 minutes.
0: Well, wait a minute. That music I remember. So you're telling me what my outer limits are, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And, and outer limits. Actually, I'm such a bad singer. I was trying to do the theme to Final Jeopardy. okay sorry about that Sounds like
0: Outer Limits to me I don't know Rod
1: (laughs) I was on the Outer Limits of musical harmony right
0: (laughs) you did a little uh, music in school too didn't you
1: Um, uh, you know I was in choir um, kind of runs in our family my son's a pretty good musician Uh, so yeah yeah I did I played sports I was in choir I did theater people criticized me for doing the other it was kind of funny (laughs) theater people go you're pretty good at this why are you a jock I mean, that's one thing I used to be asked And then on the other hand, says, why are you a sissy that you're in theater and choir?
0: (laughs) That's great, yeah. Hey, I did a little bit in high school, too, in the high school band. Uh, You know, my dad was an engineer at the U.S. Borax Company in the Mojave Desert. So uh, you know where that is, out by Edwards Air Force Base. Oh, yeah. And so I went to Mojave High School, and they had a pretty good high school band. So I played the sax, the clarinet, the drums, the piano. I wrote a song uh, in 12th, uh, I'm sorry, 10th grade. On the piano and so forth so my dad wanted me to be a musician and uh, have an easy life you know but I, I, I loved it but I just never went in that direction kind of wish I had though I probably I probably wouldn't have been a millionaire but <laughs> it was fun I love music but anyway if we do have the outer limits of uh, 10 minutes or so I think I can probably <laughs> give people a pretty good idea in from my perspective okay. after thirty you let me set of the reading.
1: stage here okay we're gonna do okay. it yeah. We control the horizontal. We control <laughs> the vertical. Do not touch the dial. Here comes Terry in his Outer Limits presentation. Go for it.
0: Well, the only <clears throat> the only dial you may need to touch after this dissertation is some dial soap. You're want
1: to, <laughs> <laughs> all you right, Terry. Want to. Terry, we're gonna lose the audience. Let's get down to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Am I all washed up? Well, <laughs>
1: yeah. There you go. Down <laughs> the right. drain. Here you go.
0: So, ladies and gentlemen. We are about to begin the tribulation. No, it hasn't started yet. And I hear some very fine pastors, just fabulous pastors, say they think it's already started. No, it hasn't. Why? Because some events that precede that haven't yet happened. You see, God's a very mathematical guy. We don't often understand that. He invented mathematics. He was smarter than Einstein. Okay? And uh, think about it. The earth revolves at 24 hours a day precisely, and if it shifts... One or two cycles, you know, one, one or two degrees off of its axis, we all freeze to death, uh, starve to death, uh, burn to death, and so on. You see, uh, anybody who says there was a Big Bang Theory and we ended up here because of that is absolutely demonically from hell. And anybody who has a PhD uh, in that subject, evolution and stuff, uh, actually, PhD in that regard means piling it higher and deeper than any other BS or MS
1: or you've ever oh, heard. of you just you just took the words out of my mouth. I agree with you. Yes, I agree. Yes. Okay, peel so, back the that, banana and let's let the descendants of monkeys continue. Well, that in that
0: regard, <laughs> check it out. Uh, is DNA today the most precise mechanism for biometrics and uh, identifying crime scenes and that sort of thing? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, it didn't even exist when I was a cop. You know, We had to do uh, really good police work to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt back then. But now DNA just you know it, <laughs> does the job. So check this out. If all of that evolution stuff is real, shouldn't we have logically some animal DNA in human blood there yeah. is none. There oh. is none. There's no monkey. I'm not monkeying around here, and I'm not going to drive you ape with any more bad corny jokes.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm ignoring it so you can continue with this very important message.
0: <laughs> but the only evidence, Dave, my good friend, the only evidence I've ever seen of evolution was Obama. <laughs> and, you know, I.
1: <laughs> well, he evolved from from a uh, from a demon to a human. Is that what you're saying?
0: To, to an ape. Yeah.
1: Oh, don't yeah. say that. Oh, we'll have the racial people coming after us. <laughs> no,
0: but I mean, uh, he's a communist, and you know you know exactly who he is, and he was actually implanted, embedded into the White House by the same corrupt system that we're seeing so uh, openly displayed today on radio and television, you see? So, you know, the voting system's owned by Diebold. Diebold is owned by uh, Rothschild. It's in Manhattan. And uh, they've always just played the game, you know? gee is the democrats well are they going to win or the republicans well they skew the whole system and they always have so um you know it's all planned ahead of time and it's all owned and we're owned and if you don't own jesus you're entirely owned by the devil i don't care what you want to you want to argue with me that's fine you know uh just go sit down and smoke a joint and everything will be fine just believe that because it won't be okay so now i have a few minutes and i'm going to tell you now God is is separating the goats from the sheep at this very moment in time. Unfortunately, most people will by default go to the goats. Lucifer. Because that's what Scripture says. But every person who's been appointed to come to Christ, that's all this is about. The final seven year tribulation period is will you go with Christ or will you go with Lucifer? That's it. Satan. And his son is about to take control of the planet. And now, when does the mark of the beast stop? Well, they're setting the infrastructure up right now. That's what all this is about. There will be no escape. No, no escape whatsoever from the New World Order because it's allowed by God and the first seal that Christ himself must break, and he hasn't done so yet, we need World War III. We need an economic collapse nearly simultaneously. And then we need an unparalleled deception from space which is why I wrote my book, The Duke of Hell. Okay, but now, when was the mark of the beast, according to Scripture, say it will happen? Well, now that the books of Daniel and Revelation, which are interlocked, now that they're open, because we're the final generation, and they they were sealed heretofore, but they're open now, so we can understand it. If you're truly born again, and you're uh, God's investigators, such as we are, the teachers, okay, you can see it happening right before our very eyes. In fact, it's it it, it's it's a laughable event for me for somebody to tell me i'm crazy you see because that means they're not saved and they're not born again otherwise they wouldn't say that so seven years is the allotted time and it's almost exactly at a countdown now that's why the lord said we won't know the exact day or hour but we'll know when it's near because daniel and revelation talk about uh you know we need another hour to Completely clearly describe that, but roughly seven years is the final seven-year period that uh, ends in Armageddon and the second coming of Christ. Now, when will the mark of the beast happen? Okay, well, the first three and a half years after Commander Ashtar uh, lands in his UFO, and and I mean that, folks. I'm not joking. Okay, now only God knows for sure, but I've proven it beyond a somewhat reasonable doubt, which is the burden of proof in a criminal law and even if i only did it at 51 percent which is a civil court burden of proof you know the preponderance of evidence 51 is good enough uh beyond a reasonable doubt even better so i think i've proven it beyond a reasonable doubt but everybody's laughing at it as a possible thing because scripture says only the elect will not be deceived you see everybody else will so only a few people on the planet are not going to be deceived by what's about to happen, and the DoD has spent roughly, I don't know, $10 trillion of your dollars over the last 60 years developing UFO technology when we brought Hitler's prototype over after the war, created NASA, Area 51, and so forth. And they'll kill you if you try to disclose some of those above-top secret events. They'll kill you. That's pretty serious stuff. So it's not some laughable thing that, you know, you think some uh, E.T. movie or something. And yet that's what most people think, and that's because Scripture says only the elect will not be deceived. So I'll get to that in a moment, but first let's get back to the mark of the beast so you'll know not to take it. Because once you do that, read Revelation 14, you are assigned to hell for eternity. God washes his hands of you. Is it going to cost you your life to stay with Christ? If, yes, if we're still here and we haven't been raptured, we'll be ruptured. I call it R&R, either the rapture or the ruptured. Now, you can argue about the three different theories of the rapture. One is post-toasties, during Armageddon. I don't believe that. Um, Then there's mid-tribulation. That's a possibility. Uh, If we're not raptured uh, fairly soon, like uh, this coming, I'm talking about maybe next month. I don't know. We won't know the day or the hour. The rapture is kind of a secret event but the preliminary staging for it has occurred, and I think it's quite possible. If we're at that time, it's quite possible, but I'm not a prophet. I don't profit from this, and I'm not prophesying that it will happen. I'm just speculating that it could happen on Rosh Hashanah, the Feast of Trumpets, Jewish New Years, September 19, next month. It's now the middle of August, so it could happen. Now, why is everything revolving around September, October, November, I think because of that. Also, October is Satan's most evil holiday, and the communists agree with me. When they had their communist revolution, and by the way, Karl Marx was a Satanist, Lenin was a Satanist, Hitler was a Satanist. There's a commonality there. They all talked about a new world order. Okay, so they have one thing in common: they're Satanists. And uh, communism, Satanism is is uh, I should I should have said communism and Nazism is Satanism in disguise. I wrote a book on that. By the way, uh, Mr. Jeff Bezos at Amazon.com just buried that book. I just republished it. It went up and it was up there for about a month and now you can't find it anymore. So he buried my book called Revolution, Communism is Satanism in Disguise. And that's why he's burying all conservative and Christian insight from the the net everywhere including you.
1: I know. I felt the wrath.
0: So now when will the Mark of the Beast happen? It's mid-tribulation. So seven years is the assigned tribulation period. The Antichrist will appear as a good guy and he even says so on his website at www.prepareforchange.net That's his website. Now he has hundreds of thousands of them. But this is the one that describes how the Antichrist is going to arrive in a UFO and that demon that was described in um, the book of Genesis, Ashtarath, the great duke of hell, okay, he's now described as ashtar they've shortened his name from the chief top demons you know the great duke of hell at the top of the hierarchy is a uh, uh a number of things but we're running out of time so he's now commander ashtar he's not ashtar roth anymore from the book of genesis he's now commander ashtar but he's been around for millions of years uh and uh, this time though he's coming down as the son of satan and he's going to ride a uh, Area 51 created uh, UFO. They have a whole fleet of them in their, uh, you know, in their hangars there. At Area 51 in the Dolce Mountains in New Mexico, and on, and on and on. We don't have time, or I'd get into that for an hour. Uh, so that deception is is going to happen pretty soon. That uh, a UFO guy will come down, and he'll be about 30 years old, the age Christ was when Christ died on the cross for us. You see, he's going to be a counterfeit second coming of Christ and Jesus said he would come again in the clouds and the UFO people, Commander Ashtar, says he's going to arrive in the clouds in a UFO. See how it all fits together.
1: Oh yeah, really. It does. I agree with you.
0: Oh yeah. And if you go to their website, I encourage you to do so, but I encourage you not to get into it. It's demonic, but it all sounds good. It's all lies. It's all deception and that's why Jesus said only the elect will not buy it. Okay? Nevertheless, everybody else is going to and they say that they're going before Ashtar arrives they're going to shoot a beam of deceptive energy from outer space that will encompass the entire planet and affect everybody's mind and make them feel warm and fuzzy and will set them up for Ashtar's arrival. You see, most people think this is silly. It is not. Okay, now the Mark of the Beast, how much time do I have, boss?
1: Uh, Okay, I'm switching off the speaker screen here. You're making me work double time here. Let's see. It's uh. <laughs> not, you run. not running double time. <laughs> well, our sound's going good, and i got to monitor because we got a crappy Internet, so sometimes I have to boost. Well, we're going to promote the book at the end, so we better keep it at about seven to eight minutes.
0: Okay, I think I can finish And That's
1: about then. a minute for the book, okay?
0: Okay. And again, I'm not here to sell you books, okay? I'm selling about You're a thousand educating.
1: books. A book. I-, I hear you.
0: Yeah, I'm here to educate, okay? Uh, I don't need the income and i praise the lord that he's taken care of you dave um but you know i have several sources of income and i'm okay and uh, so I, I created the book uh to educate and i created it as a fictional work because i figured gee that's probably the best way to get the message across and since there is a lot of guessing involved in this stuff and i can't be 100 percent accurate as i was in my first book it was like a police report here are the facts. Here's the evidence, and uh, I never had a single letter, uh, you know, criticizing me for for anything in my book. That was a miracle, because they couldn't. I mean, the evidence was right there. I put copies of everything in the back of the book and in the back of the chapters, and uh, and the, here are the facts. You know, it was a it was a police report. Well, this current book, The Duke of Hell at dukeofhell.com, is not. It's a it's a representation of all of the insight, however, that I've gained after 30 years of researching the entire New world order, everything, even the electronic highways. I was the first to disclose in the early 90s, Dave, about the electronic infrastructure going into the highways that would meet with the GPS technology and all that other stuff, you see, and all connected together. So you can't ride your new car down a freeway because infrared and your satellite system is following you on the freeway. Uh, with their sensor devices, you know, and the passports that you have to have to get through the, you know, the, the East Coast uh, uh, systems and so on, it's all interconnected now. There is no escape from the New World Order. It doesn't matter where you are, who you are, or whatever, there's just no escape from the New World Order. And this cl- this latest uh, by, um, I'm sorry, this latest injection that Mr. Bill Gates is going to happily give us uh, puts his 666 patent in place and alters your DNA and so forth. That's transhumanism and Tom Horn wrote an excellent few books on transhumanism. Okay? So, it's all done. Everything's in place. Now, uh, when might you take the mark of the beast? Well, we got to have World War III. That's in the works right now and that's described in Ezekiel 38 and 39, Dave. That prophecy has to be fulfilled. It hasn't been fulfilled. The Ezekiel 38 and 39 Gog-Magog war has not yet been fulfilled and that's been there since before christ in the old testament okay ezekiel 38 39 but it's going to happen it has to happen that is that world war three probably let's use modern day technology world war three has to happen and that will probably be a fulfillment of the ezekiel 38 and 39 gog magog war which is described as a war in the middle east now that scripture says a third of mankind must die or Will die during that war. Is that Armageddon? No. But a third of mankind, roughly 7.5 billion people right now, let's take out 2.5 billion roughly. We still have 5 billion left. And then after Bill Gates gets through killing us off with vaccine, uh, we'll be maybe down to their 80% goal. Isn't that right, David? Uh, the Georgia Guystones say roughly 80 to 80% need to die at the Georgia Guidestones, and that's in stone. That's what was written in stone, you know, Satan's Ten Commandments, <laughs> as it were. So when is the Mark of the Beast gonna go into effect? It won't happen initially. So the Antichrist is gonna come as a Prince of Peace. He will sign a peace treaty during World War III. That will complete World War III, and he'll sign a peace treaty with the Arabs. For the first time in world history, the whole world will be at a temporary level of peace. And that will deceive the world. The Antichrist will have outrageous powers, near-godlike powers. He'll be uh, able to heal people satanically. He'll call fire down from heaven to prove to the world that he's the second coming of Christ, as it were. Okay? He'll come in the clouds in his UFO, and the whole world will see him on television. And these are all fulfillments of prophecy that I have no time to explain. Okay? So the first three and a half years will be led by probably, by Ashtar, okay, and the whole world will be deceived because he does come from outer space, and scripture says he will ride the first white horse horses in, uh, you know, that start in Revelation chapter 6. You see, there are two white horses. Christ comes back on the second one during Armageddon and stops all of it and begins the millennium, okay? Mm-hmm. The first one is the Antichrist, and he comes on a, on a white horse with a bow with no arrows, And a crown. So that's the way I depicted him on the graphic uh, representations I sent to you, Dave. Um, So for three and a half years, we'll have rough peace, demonic peace. And uh, he'll have a total demonic dictatorship, uh, totally organized in a new world order, world government, a new age of the Aquarius, as the fifth dimension used to sing. And where did they get that stuff? Oh, right from the devil's uh, pot you see the fifth dimension where did they get that and the age of Aquarius you know a glorious new sweet new age of Aquarius which will be the first three and a half years under Satan the Antichrist now when he allows uh, the temple to be reconstructed in his new world order and it's finished he will then move into the temple and declare himself God and that starts the great tribulation the final three and a half years at that point we can count down when the end of the world will happen almost precisely to the day, but not precisely to the day, because Jesus said we would not know the exact day and hour, Matthew 24. Now, when he sits down in the newly rebuilt temple and declares himself God and begins the great tribulation, that's when he says, okay, you must take the mark of the beast in your right hand or forehead, Revelation 20, or I'll cut off your head. You see, and this is why the guillotines as you well know, brother, are being installed. Now there aren't enough guillotines, and Hitler reconfigured them with good German engineering and lopped off about 45,000 heads of his worst enemy at the close of the war. You know, he re-engineered with German technology the guillotines as we all know. And including gave us his first flying saucer prototype, which he which, which by the way he was going to use to to declare to the world that the uh, space aliens had arrived, he was in total control of them. That's the reason he started developing them, but it was too early. He was a prototype for the Antichrist day, but it was too early. So we took that technology, perfected it at Area 51. Okay, now, so three and a half years will be pretty much an age of peace, but it'll be a total dystopian dictatorship, but it'll be pretty quiet. When the temple is built in Jerusalem and when the Antichrist sits down and declares himself God, that will be the worst time in world history, never to repeat it again, never has happened before. And it will result in 200 million soldiers marching down from China and Russia into the Valley of Megiddo, 200 million. When John got that prophecy in the book of John, uh, you know, in Revelation, uh, when he, got, I'm sorry, I should have said Revelation, not the book of John. The book of John is a different matter, uh, which describes Christ and God perfectly. Okay, but when uh, John received the book of Revelation at Patmos while in prison, there weren't even 200 million people on Earth, so John must have fallen on his face and said, "Oh my God, 200 million soldiers marching into the, you know, to the valley in Israel, and blood will be horse bridle high." Uh, John probably couldn't have believed it. Well, until now, there wasn't that many people. But now the standing army of China, Dave, correct me if I'm wrong, is roughly 200 million, and I think with reserves quite a bit more. So we have enough Chinese soldiers to march into Armageddon right now, you see? But that's not that's not World War III. That's not the Ezekiel 38-39 war, which will bring the need for the Antichrist. We have to have a complete planned economic collapse, a complete Uh, geopolitical collapse in World War III, then we have the need for the Antichrist to bring a peace treaty and set the stage for his first three and a half years. Now, when he says at mid-tribulation, while sitting on the throne of the newly rebuilt temple, when he says, you must worship me, then I'll give you the mark. You see, you don't get the mark unless you decide to worship Satan, which is what he wanted before God threw him out of heaven. You see, Lucifer was great. He was the first communist in heaven. Communism means rebel, revolutionary. They all use the same term, revolutionary, revolution, the revolution, because he was the first revolutionary communist in heaven. That's the way. The only way I can quickly make people understand this. You see, so world communism is Satan's world government for the new world order. Okay. Now, when he sits down in the temple, he'll say, "You must worship me." Then I'll give you the mark so you can buy and sell, have a government job, get your get your next COVID-19 check, you know, from the whoever, uh, see, because it's going to be a total dystopian, not a utopian. Utopia is supposed to be paradise. Dystopian is the reverse of paradise. It's the worst thing you can even imagine, even if you can't imagine it. It's bad. That starts the final three and a half years, and then the whole world is literally blown up. The whole ocean turns to blood. Every living thing in the ocean goes belly up. Folks, we cannot stop what is about to happen. Your goal should be to get on board with the sheep on God's right side and not side with Satan's goats on his left, Matthew 25:32. Because when you take the mark, you cannot reverse it. I have heard some pastors say, uh, will will God forgive us if we take the mark? Well, yes, he will. No, no, he won't. By God, read the book. uh, You know, we're we're going into the apostasy where fewer and fewer people actually believe the literal word of God. So you will go to hell if you don't read God's word and and believe some idiot pastor who's misteaching it and they're going to hell, trust me. If they misteach you and thousands or millions of others, they're they're going to some very hot place. And by the way, I used to live near Death Valley in the Mojave Desert, and I want you to know back then there was no air conditioning in Death Valley.
1: Oh, it was the death of a lot of people.
0: Yes. Terry, so right we're out of time. We're hell. out
1: of time, my friend. Real quick, how do you get your book? You got 10 seconds.
0: www.dukeofhell.com www.dukeofhell.com. Watch the 13-minute video. Got Don't it. get bored. Watch the 13-minute video, and got if it, you want to, we got
1: a scoop, my friend. We're getting cut right. off. I'll see you later. Thanks. I'll be in touch.
0: Okay, we'll do another program anytime. Bye.